Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Scouting 5, recapping scouting news from around the world for the week of October 2nd, 2023. I'm Scouter Ken, and I'm once again recording from St. Albert, Alberta. And I guess I'd be remiss if I didn't start with a cool bit of follow-up. You may recall from an episode some time back that there was a group of scouts from the Aberdeen region in Scotland who had released an album on Bandcamp to uh, as a fundraising effort, essentially. This was the Manifield Explorer Scouts. And while I don't have sales figures for you, evidently they did well enough because they were invited to the Scottish Parliament to mark their fundraising efforts. I was sent a press release by email, quoting then from the press release. A group of Explorer Scouts from Aberdeen were invited to the Scottish Parliament in recognition of their fundraising efforts. Manifield Explorer Scouts were invited to Holyrood by Liam Kerr, MSP for Northeast Scotland, to celebrate the unit's fundraising project, Straight Outta Manifield, a charity album bringing together 20 of the Northeast's best musicians. During the visit, the Explorers sat in on the First Minister's questions, took an in-depth tour of the Parliament building, and enjoyed lunch with Mr. Kerr, where they engaged in a lively question-and-answer session during which no topics were off-limits. The teenagers were then presented with a parliamentary motion, supported by over 30 MSPs from across the country, commemorating their unique fundraising project. So, that's really kind of cool. Well done, Explorer Scouts. Well done indeed. And uh, I hope that the fundraising effort was successful beyond your wildest estimates. And some big news here in Canada as well from Scouts Canada. Uh, They have finally offered a formal statement of apology for their involvement in the residential schools system. Quoting ABTN News, Scouts Canada has issued an apology for its role in the eradication of First Nation, Inuit, and Métis people for more than a century. Scouting was prominent in Canada's residential and day school systems. It was the program of choice used alongside the church to strip Indigenous youth of their identities. Damon Johnson of the Aboriginal Council in Winnipeg said the apology is a good step forward. He said he had positive experiences as a youth in Scouts, but wasn't aware of the program's origins. He said the apology will educate youth currently enrolled. The Scouts Canada website states, At Scouts, our values are founded on kindness, respect for others, and self-progression. However, we have not always been true to these guiding qualities. As part of its apology, Scouts Canada is holding four in-person gatherings throughout October of 2023. Other events are planned for Halifax, Vancouver Island, and Ottawa. Now this one comes from the U.S., where the Girl Scouts have a much wider selection of cookies than are on offer here by the Girl Guides in Canada. But, evidently, the Girl Guides have made the decision to axe a very popular cookie from their lineup, quoting Yahoo.com. The Girl Scouts are discontinuing a popular cookie just a year after its debut sparked a frenzy. Raspberry Rally won't be sold this upcoming cookie sales season, which runs from January to April of 2024. The Girl Scouts of the USA has announced... The rallies were introduced last year as a sister cookie to the iconic Thin Mints, a crisp mint-flavored cookie encased in chocolate. But in the Raspberry Rally, the cookie was replaced with a bright pink berry-flavored one. It was dipped in the same chocolate coating as its sibling. The rallies were the Girl Scouts' first-ever cookie to be exclusively sold online, a strategy aimed at enhancing girls' e-commerce sales and entrepreneurial skills. But demand created an online shopping spree, with some chapters reporting that they sold out of the $5 boxes in less than a day. Resellers offered the rallies on eBay for as much as $30 per box. The organization didn't disclose how many boxes they produced. It's also worth noting that uh, Girl Scout cookies have been subject, like everything else, to inflation. They have, some chapters at least have announced that they're going to be selling cookies for $6 a box this year, up uh, from 5 in previous years. Although a few of the varieties I gather were already priced at $6 a box, but there it is. And I guess just as a closeout note, sort of a reminder from 
England. Why it is, I mean, it is definitely important to get scouts out and to learn how to use things like GPS units and compasses and find directions and read maps and all of those things. But at the same time, the more inexperienced youth, uh, youth who don't have experience doing these things, probably need a little more close guidance. And occasionally, this can turn into a safety issue. Quoting the Daily Mail, this is, and here the article refers to a video, the terrifying moment dozens of Cub Scouts as young as seven were nearly killed after they got lost on a map reading exercise. Shocking CCTV footage shows the scared youngsters dodging cars in the dark on a busy country lane just off the A44 in Worcestershire. Parents have slammed the leaders of the 10th Worcestershire Scout Group, Cub Group, pardon me, after the children were found wandering along the 40-mile-per-hour road unsupervised until a former police officer intervened to keep them safe. During a map-reading exercise on October 2nd, the Cubs were told to walk from their scout hut in Lower Broadheath, Worcester, to Elgar's birthplace, just under a mile away. But shocked residents spotted up to 30 of the terrified Cub Scouts dodging traffic as they tried to find their way. Footage shows a group of young children huddled together after getting lost in Lower Broadheath near Worcester, running across the road as cars thundered past at around 8 p.m. Former police officer Simon Middleweek, 62, spotted the children on the road and ran out of his house to help them. And it does appear that at least some of the kids were wearing reflective gear, which is good to be out in the dark in, but at the same time, um, clearly there's not enough guidance provided to these scouts and they were not experienced enough themselves to navigate using the map in a situation where it got dark. So that's really quite unfortunate. Um, but thankfully, none of them were hurt. So kudos to the good Mr. Middleweek for his actions and, you know, working to keep the kids safe or at least, you know, providing some guidance to them. Um, but yeah, I have some questions maybe for the scouters of the group because where were y'all? Now, over in Brazil, the scouts there took part in a rather interesting sounding eco challenge, quoting scout.org. In the heart of bustling Parque das Magabereas in the sunny morning of June 3rd, the Sanuma Patrol embarked upon a remarkable journey to ignite the spark of recycling in young scouts by following the guidelines of the Plastic Turner Challenge. This initiative not only aimed to instill the values of recycling, fostering personal development among the scouts and advocating for the three R's, reduce, reuse, and recycle. The ambitious project had the scouts engage in a series of five activity bases to achieve their mission. In the first, they had to clean up for a greener tomorrow. And sorry, this is me paraphrasing the article now because it's quite long and descriptive. Essentially, they were assigned an area within the park where they had to gather as much plastic waste as possible. After that... The second challenge, Recycling Creativity Unleashed, challenged them to create three useful objects out of the materials that they found. The uh, third station, Sorting for a Sustainable Future, concerned identifying various materials and classifying them into specific bins for recycling, paper, plastic, glass, metal, etc. The fourth, the strategy of sustainability, challenged the scouts with a version of Kim's game, again, sort of identifying items um, just by casual glance. And then the fifth base station was Recycling with a Twist, a grand finale of sorts where they prepared and presented entertaining skits that explained the nuances of recycling and highlighted comical differences between recyclable and non-recyclable waste. Now, direct quoting the article again, As the day drew to a close at 5.30pm, the Scouts had not only experienced a day filled with learning and fun, but had also made significant strides in promoting recycling within their community. The Belo Horizonte Selective Collection Agency, their trusted partner in this endeavor, collected all the recyclable materials gathered during the challenge, ensuring their proper disposal and recycling. So it's kind of a neat idea, like, you know, first going out and collecting a bunch of plastic waste and then actually having to, like, do something to 
make something out of it. I, okay, yes, there's going to be a lot of hygiene issues around that. I hope everybody was wearing gloves and washed their hands really well afterwards. But still, neat concept. Very neat concept. Anyway, that is all the news I have for you this week. Thank you again for listening, and until next time, be prepared. Be prepared.